Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Talk of Philly Sports Night V. I am your host, Matt Benarchek. It is Wednesday, November 17th, a Victory Wednesday, 2021. That is right. It is a Victory Wednesday here on the podcast. I know typically we do Victory Mondays or at the very least bit of Victory Tuesday, but the best I can muster this week for you guys is a Victory Wednesday. Good morning, everybody, and how are you this fine Wednesday morning? I'm sick, okay? I've been battling something for about a week now, and the best I could do for you is a Victory Wednesday as I've been trying to muster up the energy and the the ability to speak fluently and coherently. So the best I could do for you today is a Victory Wednesday, but that's okay because the show must go on, and that's what we are here to do. We got a show to do, and... You should know by now, uh, because it's been a while, the Eagles on Sunday, up there in the mile-high climate of Denver, handled their business, handled their business in a very um, emphatic way, beating the Denver Broncos 30-13, to improving their record to 4-6 and on the season, keeping hope alive on multiple fronts that we'll discuss here in a, in a second, and showing the people, at least of this city, that the team is growing, as Nick Sirianni likes to say, and developing an identity, which is what we've been asking this team to be or develop or become at the very beginning of all this. And Sunday, a 30-13 to victory over the Broncos went a long way in establishing all those things. So let's get ready into it. As I mentioned, the victory kept hope alive on a few different fronts. There's multiple types of Eagle fan here in the Delaware Valley and across the world. There's the realists like myself who believe that, you know, there's a game within the game. And yes, ultimately at the end of the day on Sunday, it's about a win or a loss, but there's more going on inside that game than the final score. Then there's the other Eagle fans out there that feel as if, and I'm not going to try to like categorize everybody and say, well, you belong in this group. You belong. I think we all fit in each one of these categories as Eagle fans. I think every Eagle fan is all these things. There's the Eagle fan out there that expects our team to be part of the dominant pecking order of the NFL every year. You know, when you talk about a potential Super Bowl champion, you're always talking about the Eagles, regardless of what type of season there is, right? And then there's the other Eagle fan out there that believes beyond a shadow of a doubt that we are just one play away or one player away from becoming that dominant team. And then there's a couple other multiple facets of Eagle fandom, but let's kind of circle in on the two, re- the real, the realist, and then the dominant, the dominist, I guess we'll call it. The realist in me, of course, believes that this team is actually headed nowhere, that this team is growing, and I will give Nick Sirianni that, that they are developing the identity of a potential future years to come run. But I don't feel that that's going to be under Nick Sirianni, or, or, or nor do I feel that it should be, because I don't think he's the right coach for that. So what I see on a, on a Sunday basis or a weekly basis is 
the development of our young talent, which we don't have much of, but we are starting to see that we do have maybe more than we thought we do. But I don't really expect it to go any further than this year. We're not moving on into the playoffs. It's it, To me, it's fool's gold because I don't see us competing for the ultimate prize. We're not competing to make the playoffs. We're competing to win a Super Bowl. So I, I've never hung my hat on that. Unless we're going to win a Super Bowl, you know, I got it. You got to make the playoffs to get to the Super Bowl, but come on, right? And then there's the other fan out there, Dominus, who believes we're, you know, we're figuring it out for this year, that we're figuring it out to make a run this season, that we're going to be actually, at the end of the day, part of the pecking order heading into the playoffs. Now, as we sit here going into week 11, Eagles are four and six. They're actually just a game out of that last playoff spot or that last wild card here in the NFC. Uh, the NFC East is slipping away. The Cowboys are now seven and two. But the NFC is still very much alive. So the dominant and the realist type of Eagle fans right now are, are at odds. And they will probably continue to be uh, at odds moving through the rest of the season. But more on that later. More on that as we move through week 11 and beyond. Let's center on week 10. Um, I, I have five observations from this game that I like to talk about. And in no particular, well, actually there are in particular. Order. Let's start with observation number five. And that is the running game. All right, for the third straight week in a row, the Eagles have decided to lean heavily upon the run. And they are doing it in multiple facets. They are doing it on the traditional, on their center run type formations. They're doing it in shotgun formations. They're doing it in delays. They're doing it in sweeps. They're doing it in um, RPOs, options, all that. And it's working really well. The Eagle run a, running attack, it might not have the best running backs attached to it, but Howard, Gainwell, and Boston Scott, the three-headed monster, are actually creating problems for defenses that are trying to scheme against it. Now, I think more in particularly has been the offensive line. It's a very, very, very well-known fact in the NFL that, or in football that it's a lot that offensive linemen like to run block more than they do pass block because it's a lot more fun, right? It's a lot more fun to pull and to blow up your guy as you're coming across the line of scrimmage. And right now we are tapping into, I think, the vein of our potential at the offensive line, and that is to be run blockers. They are dominant up front. Our offensive line is kicking things out for our running backs, and it's, they're doing a great job for, uh, doing it. They're doing a great job. And it's been fun to watch. So as we move forward, and now that Miles Sanders has been activated off of the uh, off of IR, he has not been activated onto the roster or cleared to play, but he has begun his 21-day um, return to action window. The offensive line is going to continue to dominate or continue to get opportunities to dominate with now Miles Sanders. And as we move into the latter part of the season, weather has already began, begun to turn around the NFL. We had snow in Green Bay, and, you know, it is starting to turn into winter. The, the running attack is going to be more and more heavily relied upon. So kudos to the running attack and kudos to the Eagle offensive line. And it was on display again on Sunday in Denver. 
Observation number two, Jalen Hurts. I did a little thing with Kyle over the weekend, and we kind of went through and we looked at Jalen Hurts' numbers legitimately, right? We looked at his numbers based on some some realities. There's Jalen Hurts started, this was his 14th start as an NFL quarterback. But out of those 14 starts, five five of those games were considered to have been considerable garbage time games, meaning that the Eagles were down so much that they, you know, defenses weren't weren't traditionally playing hard against them. But in, in, in those 14 starts, Jalen Hurts is now five, or, I'm sorry, that leaves nine games, right? Jalen Hurts is now five and four in, in those nine games. And his his numbers in those nine games that were considered competitive or games, you know, I guess competitive is the best word. He's thrown for, he's he's attempted 262 passes and he's completed 159 for about a 61% completion percentage, almost 2,000 yards, 11 touchdowns, four interceptions. Are those numbers that stand out, that, that reach out at you and say, you know what, he's my franchise quarterback, I'm going to hitch my wagon to him? No, they're not. But you know what, those are numbers that jump out at you and are like, you know what? You have a competent quarterback. You have a quarterback that is growing. You have a quarterback that is figuring things out. The Eagles have a very interesting decision coming up in the next few months. They will have, more than likely, three first-round draft picks. And with the, the holes on the defense, going ahead and focusing those draft picks on defense and saying to yourself or feeling confident enough that your quarterback can continue on at least through the next couple seasons because he's on his rookie deal, that we don't have to necessarily invest in a quarterback now. I mean, that's going to go huge in accelerating our return to dominance in the NFL. And Jalen Hurts threw 14 starts, nine of which have been considered real competitive games is playing like an NFL quarterback. He's Is he Aaron Rodgers? No. Is he Dak Prescott? Maybe. He's earned he's earning enough, he's earning looks, he's earning more opportunities, he's earning more chances. And that's all you can ask for. And he continues to kind of figure himself out. So that's my second observation is Jalen Hurts played an extremely effective football game against the Denver Broncos. Nothing that's going to jump out at you and, you know, make you go, whoa, you know, here's my guy. No. But definitely enough to let, you know, that jumps out at you and says, it's competent. You know, 16 of 23. For 178 yards and two touchdowns and an interception with a QB rating of 103.2. That's okay. I'll take that every week. And more importantly, we won the football game. So Jalen Hurts continues to improve and become more and more competent. My third observation was obviously Nick Sirianni and the coaching staff as a whole. 
you know, I've been very critical of them when they when it's been necessary. I've been very on top of them about being incompetent and fools and not understanding their roles. Well, you know, this is really the third game in a row that Nick Sirianni and his coaching staff continue to make strides as coaches, continues to understand and evaluate and adjust throughout the games, and continues to get better. I am out on Nick Sirianni. I am out on this team this year. I, I just I don't like it. I don't like the dynamic of it. I don't like it. I don't like the flower stuff. I don't like the you know the 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 over the top pandering of the gear and the win Rocky win. And all. I, I I just I don't like any of that. But I got to give him the, the, the accolades that he's learning and growing as a coach. Now whether or not that's enough to save his job, whatever we'll see. But I got to give him those credit. My fourth observation, or was that number four? My fourth observation from this game is the defense. They're figuring themselves out too. And more importantly, not so much the front four or the front line or the front seven, sorry, but it's the, the second tier players, the linebackers and the cornerbacks. Listen, we, we, we consistently are talking every week about how god-awful these guys have been. That has not been the case. They are improving every week. They're getting better every week. They are doing what they have to do to get better every week. And it has been great to see. So my my fourth observation from this game has been kudos to the, the second-tier players as we continue to get better throughout this season. And my final observation of Sunday's game against the Broncos, just an all-around great win on the road you know, in, in the elevation monster of Mile High Stadium. Just a great win. Just a great win to keep it a character win. And let's face it, it kept the season alive. It has kept the season alive for the Eagles. As much as I don't want to, or as much as I think it's kind of ridiculous to say that, but it has kept the season alive. So 30 of 13, Eagles are now 4 and 6. We're getting ready for week 11. Week 11 is coming. Um... I'll be back tomorrow. Listen, I'm, I'm struggling. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping it going, but I've been really sick. But every day I get better. I will be back later this week, tomorrow, Friday, or whatever, as we get ready to do week 11. Uh, enjoy the victory. Go Birds. Eagles fly, fly, Eagles fly, on the road to victory, E-N-T-L-E-S-E-O!